Hey guys, your favourite podcast is just seconds away, but what if you could listen to it without worrying about using data? Got an offer for you right now. Uh, if you go to ilovedata.com.au, you're going to get 50 gigs of data for only $59.95 a month. There's no contracts, there's no catches. It's ilovedata.com.au. Open that up on your browser now and let's get into the podcast. The following program contains language and subject matter that is adult in nature. Discretion is advised. Okay, there we go. Feedback. This is Ugly Phil. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. Human Resources, Chris speaking. Yeah, hi, Chris. Uh, I'm just calling up about the uh, ad I saw in the paper on the weekend. The, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The ad in the classifieds. Just wondering what you're looking for, basically. Um, we're basically looking for a fairly self-motivated person. Um, you need to be responsible for managing a team, um, really sort of bringing the people in around you, and also have the strong business development skills to um, motivate and drive the team behind you. Right, okay, so you'll be working with a fairly large team then? Yes, yes, reasonably. You've mentioned that you know, you're an international company as well, so obviously you'd have a lot of resources, wouldn't you? Yes, absolutely, yeah. We're one of the biggest uh, firms of the kind in the world, and uh, right, right. You know, we have many different divisions. Would you have a parking space available? There parking spaces for staff. What about holidays? Obviously that would be an issue too because, uh, you know, I, <laughs> like, I like my free time. You get the standard uh, 25 days paid leave a year plus the bank holidays as well. And what kind of snack machine have you got there? What sort of what, sorry? Snack machine. You know, uh, diet Pepsi, diet uh, Coke, that sort of thing. Yeah, there's all that sort of stuff. We've diet, got, uh, yeah. there's a diet, there's a Red Bull? Machine. There's a shop next door which can sell Red right, Bull. Right, yeah, because I need my Red Bull. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm really crap first thing in the morning you know if i come in with a bloody hangover it can be nasty it can be nasty actually what's your boss like you're the, the boss above you what's he like um he's a fairly good guy yeah you know he sort of leaves us alone to do our own work most of the time right if he's a pain in the ass i'm not interested because the guy i'm you know working with at the moment to be really honest with you he's a huge pain in the ass and you know if he doesn't sack me i'll be leaving hence the reason for the call if you know what i mean the women in the building what are they like I don't really think I should be really dishing out that sort of information. Do you have days where you can wear whatever you want? I mean, how do you feel about PVC? I don't think that would be at all appropriate um, for the sort of job this is, I'm afraid. Yeah, kilts? Okay, we've got ourselves two birthdays. One is Samuel Roy Hagar, otherwise known as Sammy Hagar, otherwise known as the Red Rocker, from the American rock vocalist, guitarist, songwriter, musician and entrepreneur Van Halen, and also formerly from the hard rock band in the 70s, Montrose. Happy birthday, Sammy Hagar. And the other birthday goes out to the Australian radio program, The Rubber Room, nightly on the Australian radio Triple M network, Born Monday, October 13, 2015, and hosted by Philip Ugly Lucifer O'Neill, and ably assisted by the producer, Samantha Sammy Beef Cheeks X. Beef Cheeks? There you go. I so, didn't know it was Beef Cheeks. Well, that's what Wikipedia said. Oh, it must be true then. Happy birthday, Sammy Hager. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. Rubber Room. listening to the Rubber Room podcast. You can listen to us weeknights 7 to 10 p.m. on Triple M.
What's going on with all these clowns? Have you heard this story from around the world? Creepy clown craze. Could be killing the entertainment industry if you're a clown. One guy who's been a professional clown for more than 30 years admits that his life and career could be at jeopardy because of the creepy clown craze. But what exactly is the damn creepy clown craze? They get Stretch on the phone who actually is a professional clown. Have you heard about this? you know what's going on? Well, I'd like to know too. I think it's quite ludicrous, actually. People who, like myself, who is a good clown, I mean, it's been servicing in Australia for the last 30 years, puts it in the bad limelight. Well, it's funny um, because we talked about this on air about three or four months ago when there yep. was just one or two. But there yep. now seems to be an epidemic of clowns. Well, it's like, you know, I did a show at Darling Harbour on the weekend and usually you get greeted with, you know, happy faces and people sort of, you know, starting to be a bit standoffish now. Yeah, of course. Um, but once they get a bit closer to you and realise who you are, it's like, oh, it's only you, Stretch. It's okay. Do you have any idea what's going on? Well, I'm hoping it'll, uh, it'll phase out. Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I'm hoping it'll be like the planking phase that we had right, okay. many, many years ago. That you know, everyone was was planking, and I'm hoping it'll be a phase. And I'm hoping after Halloween, it'll start to die off. Is there a new Stephen King film? I've read somewhere that it might have something there to do is. with that. And look, I think the parents, you know, should be a bit responsible and keep the children away from that movie altogether. It's an adults' movie, an adults' movie only. Why do you think it is that people are freaked out, or some people are freaked out by clowns? Um, well, it's called chlorophobia. Really? There's actually um, a name for it? There is a name for it, chlorophobia. People can be scared of anything or any aspect of the clown, whether it's the face, the costume, or it could be just even just as little as the clown shoes. And you know what? Clowns are happy people. We bring happiness to everybody. And that's what I want everyone to know, that clowns are wonderful people. You know what I mean? And please don't be scared of us, but just be very, very careful. Be very mindful of what's going on out there at the moment and just be safe. Have you walked home from a gig and people have either stopped you or been a bit wary of you? Not as late, no. But that's happened in the past? It has, yes. And what have they said to you? Why are you a clown? It's like, I'm scared of clowns. <laughs> well, you know what? I might be scared of you. <laughs> you know, so... And you haven't even got makeup on. All different people have a different perspective of what clowns are about. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? So there's party clowns, which do birthday parties and promotions, product launches. It's like in their circus clowns. It's the way that the, the person wants to dress up and portray themselves. And look, this is my career. Yeah. You know, this is what I do. And this is what I love, is to bring happiness and, and to make people laugh and, and enjoy my show. Have you ever been pulled up by the cops, accused of something, and you've All gone, the time. no, I All wasn't the time. doing it, and they've gone, don't be a clown, son. <laughs> the camera comes out. I mean, look, I do police <laughs> open days. The only time of the year that I get locked up in a paddy wagon and taken off to the police station by about 12 children uh, <laughs> and locked up, which is quite funny. Give everybody your website so they can find you. Yeah, www.carouselclowns.com.au. Great to or talk to you. Or follow us on Facebook. Fantastic. No worries, and you have a great day. Nice to talk to you, Stretch. In the rubber room, in the rubber room, in the rubber room, I'll bounce around all day. those automated voice service machines where you talk back to it? Yeah. Do you think they'd work with dogs? <laughs> Using just a few words, please tell me the reason for your call today. <coughs> so that's an inquiry about an iPhone. Is that right? <coughs> Sorry, please say yes or no. Okay, please say the number you're calling about or you can enter it using your telephone keypad. Sorry, please tell me the phone number your inquiry is about.
Please tell me the reason for your call today. <laughs> so that's an inquiry about a service difficulty with your phone. Is that right? <laughs> Sorry, please say yes or no. <laughs> so that's an inquiry about your account. Is that right? <laughs> Sorry, I must have misunderstood. Please tell me in a few words the reason for your call today. <laughs> so you're inquiring about your prepaid account. <laughs> Is that right? I'll transfer you to someone who'll have to ask you more questions. They may have to transfer you again to the person in the right area for your call. Uh-oh. Your call may be monitored and recorded for quality purposes. It's oh, another one. What name, please? <laughs> What's the listing name? <laughs> in what town or suburb? <laughs> well, if it's in several locations, <laughs> you can also say nationwide. <laughs> What's the suburb and state? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me the name of the listing. <laughs> Please hold for an operator. Right, I'm hanging up. Ugly Phil. Oh my god, you him You will know him by the name of the beast. Ugly Phil. Triple M, the rubber room. So Gazzo, I see that Donald Trump has just about upset everybody in the world, including the White Stripes, because he's been using their song. They were disgusted. That's the words of the publicist. They are disgusted by this association and by the illegal use of their song. I wonder how you can enforce that if somebody just decides to use your song for their campaign, like Donald Trump. I mean, I guess it's like if they use it for a commercial, they've got to pay, right? There's been a lot of Australian artists that haven't been happy with certain factions and groups using their songs for white supremacy things and and all the rest of it. I mean, do you grab a lawyer and say cease and desist, or do you go to the press and say this is outrageous? R.E.M. were really angry with him. They called him sad and attention grabbing for using his music and Neil Young was a bit pissed off too when he used Rockin' in the Free World. <laughs> what about, here we go, we've mixed a few Donald Trump speeches together, put it through the auto-tune, let's see how this sounds. We used to win, we don't win anymore, we're gonna build the wall with a big fat door, I'm keeping talented people here, will you get your asses in here, please do me a favour and let me win. We will make America great again. I find it hard to forgive people that deceived me. I have a permit to carry. Believe me, baby, baby, baby. I'm so hot. Why do we have to have an election? Stupid, stupid losers. Got it headed in the wrong direction. Yeah, Donald Trump. There you go. Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We did mention at the start of the show that we've been handed an incredible deal from Ovo Mobile. So if you switch to Ovo Data Sim, you're going to get 50 gig for $59.95 on 4G. And this is going to change how you enjoy listening to music, video, sport, all the stuff you do on your mobile device with nothing more than a new Sim. And get this just for you for listening right now. Ovo will give you the first month at half price. Let's do some math. Let's work that out. A whole month to enjoy 50 gig on 4G for just $29.95, then $59.95 after that. So there's no contract and OVO will instantly upgrade your plan to any better offers they release as part of their more for fans promise. And with 50 gig, you can afford to catch up with us more often. Open your browser now and get on at ilovedata.com.au. 50 gig for $59.95 on 4G and then half price for the first month. I love data.com.au. Now let's get back to the show. Sammy X was toasting the rubber room's first birthday celebration for 
the rubber room being on air for a year today by drinking the dregs of some champagne that was being used to celebrate a promotion the breakfast show had earlier on today. So, how's well, the wine? They just left it yeah. and it had half of the champagne still in it. Yeah, yeah. And if I wouldn't drink it, then it would be thrown away. No, that was left. I don't know if you knew, but uh, Jamie, the program director, left that uh, flat half a glass of champagne from the breakfast show promotion for you today so that you can celebrate on behalf of him a happy one year rubber room birthday oh that's nice yeah, so thank you, and Jamie. for the record it's delicious you wouldn't know that it's been open for 12 16 hours <laughs> found another soundboard for you you know how much fun i have with these so the soundboard is where you press the button and a voice comes out and tonight arnold schwarzenegger you press the button you get him talking howdy stranger hello cutie pie <laughs> first I would like to just get to know you. Why am I strangely reminded of Donald Trump there? All right, so I don't know if you know this, Sammy X, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, his biggest market in the world is... Um, Austria. Japan. What? Yeah, believe it or not. No. So tonight, let's see if Arnold Schwarzenegger can book himself, can reserve himself a hotel room in Japan, in Tokyo, using the soundboard. Good luck, Arnie. Japan, huh? Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm fine, sir. This is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Excuse me, sir. Are you going to help me now or not? Hello, this is Saka. What's the matter? Uh, may I help you, sir? Excuse I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. I don't hear uh, lines. We need to send a message. Hello, excuse me, sir. Let me talk to your mother. Hello, I'm very sorry, and I cannot hear it. Get your mother, please. Hello? Nothing works if it isn't thought out. I'm very sorry, I... You lack discipline. I'm afraid, uh, could you call again? Don't be ridiculous. I'm very sorry, sir. That's amazing. (laughs) Where are we? Hello, I cannot hear it. Stop whining. Your voice, only then... What do you want from me? What are you afraid of? Pardon? Who the hell am I? <laughs> so how may I help you, sir? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. So how may I help you, sir? Do it now. Please call back again. Some people call him ugly. Some people just call him Phil. Some people call him ugly. I like to call him ugly Phil. The rubber room. Todd Sampson's here. Body Hack is the name of the new show. It's on 8.30 tonight on Channel 10. And you were saying to me off air a moment ago that people may find tonight's episode a bit confronting, mate. Yeah, I think tonight people were a little bit shocked with MMA. I think they just didn't want to see the other side of violence. And I'm not there to judge them. I'm there to kind of learn from them. But I think when it comes to the death and killing of animals, I think that some people will be upset about that film. But with that said, I highly recommend it for children. It's great for conversation. I'm living with the Hadza tribe that's lived the same way for nearly 100,000 years. They don't have coals, they don't have woolies. They wake up every morning with nothing. They're pre-agriculture. So they hunt, the women go get roots, the men go hunt animals. And it's true paleo. So what's the philosophy behind the show that you're doing here? Body Hack is an adventure science series. The idea is that go off and explore some of the most extraordinary people or cultures in the world, see what we can learn from their lives that we can apply to ours. Right. So it's it's sort of a quest. And, and the premise of it is, I believe the best way to do that, like if I was going to try your job, is to do it. Is right. to step into their shoes and do it. And then you have a different perspective. Do you leave the judgment to the viewer? I leave the judgment to the viewer, but on the Hadza one... I had a little bit. I hadn't eaten meat 
in 27 years. So you've come from it from that perspective. I as don't well. like and it. No, I don't not eat meat because uh, you know moral reasons. It was more health reasons. Right. Okay. I have no desire to kill anything. I've been to Africa many times. I lived there for a period of time. So yeah. the notion of being on the floor on the savanna with poison arrows and hunting was a bit hard for me to get my head around. Do you think people will be able to notice the clash of cultures as well? The thing that hit me the most, and the last five minutes of the film, I think a lot of people will turn away. They will not want to watch. But I couldn't turn away. I was there. I just think we have a preconceived notion of how people live, and we have forgotten where food production comes from. Mm. The first time I butchered something on camera, I was really grossed out. And I remember I, I sort of said to the hunter, and it was translated, I said, well... All our food got there somehow. It was either factory farmed in the West and mass slaughter, or it was hunted by someone somehow or grown specifically for that reason. Everything that sits on the shelves of coals or woolies or wherever, it's come from somewhere. Yeah, it got there somehow, yeah. I think it's because we don't kill the cute animals. People find that hard to differentiate. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it was cats on shelves, people would be completely outraged. And when you see the story in context, things make sense. But mm. I had just arrived. I was literally feet on the ground. I hadn't even trained up with my bow and arrow. And we were walking. The crew hadn't arrived yet. The director was with me. He had a small camera by his side, and we were walking behind the Hadza. And the Hadza walk with purpose. That's one of the, everything they do. They carry arrow, bow and arrow everywhere, and yeah. they walk with purpose. And then suddenly, because there was no language between us, they just put their hand up and said, down with their hands. And I went down. Mm. And the next thing I saw was an arrow. And I was totally shocked. I had mixed feelings. On the one end, I was really excited because they had hunted something that they really wanted you mm. know, to eat. And on the other hand, I was devastated at the notion that a majestic animal would be killed. Just a caveat to that. Afterwards, I was really upset about it. I said, I do not want any animals killed or harmed or hunted mm. for this documentary. And it was a really bizarre moment yeah. where the guy looked at me puzzled and the, and the translator explained, he said... He's not killing for you. He doesn't care about you at all. He's feeding 30 people in the village. You're completely irrelevant in his world, other than you're making noise. TV can still have a role in bringing other societies into our lounge room so we can get a better comprehension of it. The reason I went to study the Hadza is because they're now being studied by scientists around the world because of their gut. They are known to have the most diverse gut biome in the world, and they're pretty much disease-free. What's great about the series from that perspective is a lot of people don't have the opportunity to travel to these places, nor would they want to, but they're interested to know what that's like, not just vicariously, but what can they learn? What can they do? I can tell you the Hadza really changed my perspective on fiber and the the need to triple, quadruple our fiber intake versus our meat intake. We may find this a bit disturbing. He helped me. No! The Rubber Room.